Hey, you're listening to Recess. Today on the show, we have Joshua Lau with us. He's the first ever Malaysian to win the grand prize in the Steinway Southeast Asia Pacific Regional Finals and is set to compete in Germany in 2022. I'm Zulin. Let's get right into it. Hi, Joshua. Welcome to the show today. Hi. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Mm, yeah, kind of. A little bit, of course. <laughs> All right. Don't worry. We'll get this right into So it'll be quite easy. Uh, first question then. How long have you been playing the piano? Mm. So I started when I was six years old and uh, I've been playing since then. Um, I didn't really take it very seriously um, until maybe like 12 or 13, then slightly more serious. Yeah. And then I guess last year I kind of decided that I I do it as a career in the future. Yeah. So all quite, quite recent. Okay. That's very cool though. You're like 17 now. So that's been about mm-hmm. a decade, but let's go back right to the beginning. What made you want to pick up the piano in the first place? Mm, well, we had a piano at home, um, and I guess I just kind of poked around, uh, poked it around sometimes. And uh, that was, my mom used to play piano as well, so I guess I I read a few of the the scores there, and I would play through them sometimes. Well, some of them are classical, and then um, there's also some that are not so classical. There, there's uh, I remember like Richard Kederman, I think, and and a few other. Um, and so I guess I just played. My mom asked me if I want to learn. Then apparently I said yes. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I continued from there. Um, so that's that's kind of how I started playing piano. I don't really remember much, but I just just played it. As far as I can remember, um, it's just something that's always been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking it that it's not just a job kind of thing. Uh, how does it make you feel? Like, do you really enjoy playing it? Is that why you've been doing it for so long? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I do enjoy it, of course. Um, it's not really, a, a, I don't see it as a job, but um, I think, well, last time I thought of it as a, as a hobby more of, and then now it's just maybe this is kind of what I want to do. Well, for me, it's it's something that I, I really enjoyed doing, especially when I started to do more of it when I was uh, like older, um, and I, w- I would read up about it a lot. Um, and nowadays, I still do. In fact, I spend a lot of time in the the school library because the, the school library is uh, mainly uh, related to art. So there's a lot of books about that, which which is very interesting for me. And uh, well, mainly in in the area which I'm interested in, which is classical music, there's a lot of uh, well, it's kind of like history, right? But but in the, the music version, uh, not to say I don't like playing piano, but it's more of I like music itself rather than genders the piano. So um, that's, that's, I guess, an indicator um, well, that I want to do it, but not, not just that, but because I think that uh, I want to learn more about it. And definitely this is something that I feel like I can do uh, almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> So it sounds like you have a lot of um, background work going on, you know, a lot of practicing, a lot of studying, very methodical, and it's not just the free, fun music that everyone sees. So do you think that all this training and all the time that you devote to practicing and studying, do you think that takes the joy out of the music? Do you feel like that? Mm, Well, I've definitely seen it in other people. There's a lot of people who practice a lot. Um, For me, um, especially with uh, something that I remember my teacher told me quite a while back. Um, it really depends on the person themselves, how much they practice. There's not really a, like a 
definite time. There are people who I, I see practice like six to eight hours a day. That's just kind of crazy. But I more recently, I think I kind of want to uh, live a life. You know, um, I think that I, I think that music is not just if you practice, then you can play really well. I think. Uh, well, if you think back to the composers, even today, songwriters and all that, um, they write about their life experiences. So if you if you just sit in a practice room, that's not going to really, you know, um, you're not going to know what to to express, I guess. Um, and uh, well, personally, I I don't practice much, uh, <laughs> not enough, I think. But but then also talking about like uh, I was reading an interview. Um, online of uh, one of my my favorite pianists he's he won the the Chopin competition a while back um, um, and he he did say basically throughout his whole uh, like um, childhood and up to university time he practiced basically one hour a day nothing more than that almost nothing more than that which to many people might seem like hey that's very little but I think yeah, uh, I don't really see it as a job because I, I do enjoy playing, you know. So does it feel like it takes away the fun? Well, if you're doing it thinking that it is kind of like work, then yeah. But if not, and you enjoy it, then, you know, you can also kind of force yourself to make, enjoy it. But if you don't, then why, why bother, right? That and also when you practice and all that, it's, it's not just about sitting at the piano and actually practicing. That's a lot more, right? Um, uh, in fact, my teacher started me on on reading as well. So that that's kind of how I, I started. He would lend me books every time. So I played Beethoven for him. Then he gave me a book on uh, Schnabel, which is the first one to record all his piano sonatas. Um, I forget when, but many years ago. Um, and and it's very interesting. So you learn more about it. Then without this information, it's not that you can't play, but I think it is much more interesting. Um, yeah, as for as for schoolwork, um, well, since I do study well in an art school, there's a lot of art related, music related work. Um, so you have stuff that I guess sometimes, yeah, I don't really want to do it, but then you have to, <laughs> right? In terms of getting a uh, it, that that sort of um, if it's sort of similar, right? Yeah, I have to practice for let's say a concert or something, or nowadays it's recordings, right, uh, online. Um, but if if let's say it's, it's schoolwork, like academic schoolwork, then uh, well, you just have to find time. Sometimes, well, with the, the schedule, it's not to say it's busy, but that's just um, because of the schedule, how it's laid out, you might have lessons until like six, but then you have like 15 minutes slots in between and you get home, it's eight o'clock already. Some days I don't practice, but I think it's okay. As long as you set aside time and you, you focus when you do, then you can get, you can get it done. I love how you have a very practical approach to it. You're like, um, music is an expression of life. But if I don't have a life outside of music, then what am I expressing, right? <laughs> I love I love that. So what do you have outside music then? <laughs> mm, not much, well, because currently there's, there's a lot of studies. But I mean, yeah. um, I guess uh, since I just came here, I've been exploring a little bit um, of of Singapore. I haven't been back for 10 years, so it's, it's been a very long time. Um, that and uh, well, I started 
to read more, less less of a music creative book, sort of <laughs> very uh, textbook, very academic writing, more of fiction and all that, or or watch um, watch films and all that as well. Um, yeah, I think you you learn much more about that rather than just thinking about the music in terms of just just music. Yeah. It's really nice that you have like a more global perspective, looking at different um, pers- uh, different ways to look at life, you know, through movies and books as well. So speaking of a global perspective, you are the first Malaysian to win the Stainway Southeast Asia Pacific Regional Finals. How does it feel? Mm, kind of exciting, I guess. But then at the same time, I think is it also depends on who the other contestants were, because if let's say I joined a previous round, I might not have won. And then um, they might not have won the the uh, first prize or something. It doesn't really matter as well. I think uh, maybe the other people who uh, didn't join this round from other countries and then, you know, it, it they didn't win the first. Uh, if uh, And if they did join, they might have. But I think the country-wise doesn't really matter. I think it's... It's just really fun to see other people play. And you can see that pianists come from all over the world. Musicians come from all over the world. Um, Yeah, I guess it's kind of exciting. It's a cool title to have, but I I don't really think that it's any more valuable than if you were the second or the third. In the end, I think it's individual players, how well they do. Um, Also, placings don't really matter, I think. Um, that's what everyone says, but then of course secretly they all want to win. But I, I think after after you you win one, then you realize actually, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't change much. And yeah. sometimes um, hearing from my teachers who also have judge competitions, some organizers might force them to give out prizes, even though they don't deem anyone worthy of them. So um, again, you can't really judge these, right? Like how do you say something is, is, is objectively good? You can't, right? There's, there's always certain performances that people like, some don't really like them. So it really depends, I think. It's, it's hard to put like a, a value on it. So it, it depends on individual what, uh, individually what they like, yeah. I like how you say that, oh, um, once you've won one, it's not that much because your CV is certainly very long. You've obtained your um, license from the Trinity College London with a distinction at age 15. So for the listeners, this is equivalent to a master's level qualification. And now at age 17, you are preparing to compete in Germany while you are doing your IB as well. How do you balance this? How did you balance it when you were 15 and how do you balance it now? Mm. Well, when I was 15, I guess there was less schoolwork and also, well, I, I did IGCSE when I was 16. So well, that was during the, the IGCSE years, but I didn't really study. And anyways, the exams were cancelled. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't really, I, I mean, when, when it, it did come to the, the exam time, uh, I mean, the, the LTCL, the, that's the short form for the, the exam name. Um, and uh, I just focused more on it. And then resume back to school work after that. But I guess similar to what I said previously, uh, or currently also, um, and also the, the Germany one is not a, a competition. It's just a festival, like a performance. But I, of course, that means I, I still have to perform for it, but <laughs> I prepare for it. But um, I guess it's the same thing. You just have to set aside time, see what's more important at the time. Um, for example, if you have exams coming up, then, well, firstly, you shouldn't have anything scheduled around then. But if you do, then... You just have to balance it out, figure out what is more important at the moment. Yeah. Otherwise, 
um, no, there's no re really trick. Um, you have to sacrifice something. Yeah, and I, I don't want to sacrifice sleep, so <laughs> I will I will sacrifice something else. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I have sacrificed social life, but you know, that's beside the point. So you mentioned that in Germany it will be a performance, not a competition. So that's the International Steinway Festival in Hamburg, Germany. What are you most excited about this? Mm, well, it's probably going to be different considering the current situation but uh what i did look forward to is is well going to germany of course um and, and also performing uh, meeting other pianists who play really well so and uh i guess if i have the chance i don't know how it, it's laid out but if i do have the chance to explore the place um germany is uh it's also the home of uh some of the great composers of the past like beethoven yeah and uh so I guess there are also places that I want to visit and um, I guess museums, uh, exhibitions, maybe watch concerts as well. Um, yeah, so depends, but I guess kind of excited to go there and just listen to music play and, and, and to see other things as well and eat food as well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the famous German sausages, you have to get the food. Uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you will be going to Germany in 2022, but let's talk 10 years from now. What do you see yourself doing in 10 years? What's the big dream, the big goal? Mm, well, I don't know where exactly I'd end up. Um, and uh, I don't think I have really something that I, I definitely um, want to do. I guess I'll just see where it goes, but... I, uh, the in sort of the best case scenario would be probably to to just perform around the world. Yeah. Um, even though I don't know how much I like traveling around because um, from listening to to interviews and all that, um, some some pianists and uh, other like musicians, concert musicians, some like traveling a lot, some don't. It depends. But uh, I think it's fun to to go around. Um, travel around the world and uh, not just just to perform but also um, to go sightseeing I guess and uh, again go to museums exhibitions and other things uh, go to the landmarks there I guess and eat the food of course um, quite similar things but I, I think that that's sort of interesting uh, rather than just staying in one country for the rest of your life it's kind of boring <laughs> yeah. sounds cool though like you get paid to go on holiday almost yeah. <laughs> all right thank you so much for your time today joshua congratulations on your big win we are all very proud and what you've done for malaysia all the best in germany okay thank you thank you all right this has been an episode of recess catch us next week for our next special guest bye everyone take care